Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Ro and Viv. Hello! Cheers, Viv! Cheers! What are you drinking? What is this? Poppy. It's actually my favorite probiotic sparkling drink. Well, sparkling drink and then it just so happens to be probiotic and there's also apple cider vinegar that's like hidden in there and it's like slightly mm. sweet, very fizzy and refreshing. Need this after a long week that just started. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> Do those drinks taste more like kombucha or sparkling water? So the cool thing is that Poppy has like a bunch of different flavors. The one I'm drinking right now is grapefruit. There's watermelon, strawberry lemonade, ginger lime, orange. It's a bit sweeter than normal sparkling water. And they sweeten it with stevia, which I don't usually like. But I feel like I've gotten used to it with this and it's not half bad. I've been into drinking coconut water. Oh, do you have a favorite brand? Because I feel like they're very different. I personally like Harvest, the pink mm. one. Mm-hmm. I think that one tastes really good. Right now, I'm drinking one from Costco. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the good ones taste really, really good. So you mentioned that it's been a long week and it is Monday evening, everyone. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more? <laughs> I feel like life is this constant struggle or tug and pull. Or it's a blessing, however you choose to look at it. You want to work life harmony. You want to carve out more time to socialize. And you do. You spend the weekend taking one of your best friends out. You spend the weekend helping your cousin move in and have amazing, amazing, amazing conversations about life, existence, family. And then you get home at 6, which honestly isn't that late, to edit a video until like 1 (laughs) a.m. And then there's like more things to do. And then I had to film for Beauty Within. And then we're supposed to record last night and I pushed it back. And I know how pushing things back make you feel. So I feel bad, but I'm like, I don't think I can do it. And then I'm in this space where I'm just like, I'm sick of you, Rowena. Like you need to plan your time better. And I was saying this to James yesterday, like, I think sometimes I'm just really dramatic, like, I don't really mean this. I think there's definitely a part of me that means it, but then James is just like, bro, you have to practice self-compassion, like, it's okay, you're doing great, you shipped two videos within the past, like, week and a half, which is, like, I haven't done that in so long, but I was like, no, and he just, like, made fun of me, he's like, no, no, but that that's actually how I felt. <laughs> I know it's just a season of my life and that. It's going to take some adjusting to leaning into the more social part and like, that's okay, but maybe there just needs to be a bit more harmonizing. It's always a work in progress. Well, 
I feel like you haven't uploaded a video in what it feels like years on YouTube and you just uploaded two. I thought you had uploaded one like two days ago and then another one today and I was like, oh my god, that's a lot. No wonder why she's overwhelmed and <laughs> staying up late editing. And by the way, editing a video takes a long time to do. Because Viv edits our voice hugs videos. If you guys didn't know we have video, turn that baby on on Spotify. We're trying to get it up on YouTube ASAP. Yeah. And this editing is different than the types of videos that you do too, right? You have B-roll, you have voiceover, you have talking to the camera, you have a story that you're telling from start to finish. So thanks Viv. Kudos to you. Thank you. <laughs> How's your week been? Work has been, I think my nine to five is kind of driving me crazy right now. I've been trying to just find ways to relax on the weekend and be more present when I do have free time. This last weekend, I decided to go to Target and just browse around. I never mm -hmm. do that. I never, ever just decide to go to Target. So we go there and then in the corner, we see this bubble station. <gasps> They're selling all these like bubble machines, bubble guns for 20% off. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get this and I have to add it to my picnic collection. So I bought this little toy bubble machine for $8 and I bought like a huge bottle of bubble juice to like refill. Yesterday, I went on a picnic with just me and Charlie. When we turned on the bubbles, it was so fun. And it's not like I even did anything with the bubbles, but all these dogs came because they were attracted to the bubbles and they wanted to like jump up and like bite them. And then these kids started coming over and they're like, oh my God, bubbles. Aww. And they're like trying to pop all mm -hmm. the bubbles. It just made me feel like something so simple as a $8 bubble machine can create this moment or experience for you where you can, I don't know, just like live in the present, yeah. you know, especially because I feel like work's been not so fun nine to five wise, not the voice hug stuff. Work, work. <laughs> yeah, work, work, work has been not so fun. You're such a park culture setter, Viv. <laughs> yeah, all these families are going to go home and buy bubble machines. Yeah, it's $8 at um, Target. <laughs> 20% off this week, you guys. Was this your second picnic? Like, did you actually end up going last time, last week? I did. Aww. Mm -hmm. I go on picnics a lot because I live near a park. But since I got that cooler, and then this week I got a bubble <laughs> machine. So next week, maybe I'll get... I want a picnic basket. One where there's the plates and the utensils inside. <gasps> so I want that next. Wait, you need to take me on a picnic. And then I'm gonna... <laughs> Wait, yeah. and then what else? And then what else? You, I want to I wanna know your weekly timeline and what it's going to lead up <laughs> this to because this is epic. These are all the things that I want for my picnic setup. So I got the cute mm -hmm. cooler. I got a really nice blanket from Ikea that's actually a rug. It's $15. All of these are great finds. All right, put it all on the screen. We'll link it down below. <laughs> your ultimate picnic pack from Vivian Van. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm missing the picnic mm -hmm. basket. Now I have too many things, so I'm going to need a picnic <laughs> wagon to help roll all of this. And then I want one of those like foldable picnic mm -hmm. tables that are mm -hmm. low to the ground so that you can put your like drinks there or food and it's not just on the blanket. Mm -hmm. So yeah, three more items. Look at you. I will take you on a picnic next time you come yes. Picnic and chill. <laughs> Other than picnicking, have you been doing anything 
fun, exciting to kind of balance out the stress that may be your nine to five. I also tried baking cupcakes <gasps> this weekend. They were a fail oh. because my baking powder was too old. I think that it was expired. Baking powder is what makes the cake rise. So my cupcake, it's supposed to be like this big. It was like, it looked like a biscuit. <laughs> I did a very similar thing over the weekend. So this is some behind the scenes tea on my most recent what I eat in a day. So I made miso and I'm pretty sure the bonito flakes I used were off because it smelled like it's supposed to smell fishy, but it was like, like extra fishy. And I remember I've had this bag for a while, maybe over half a year now, but I like couldn't find the expiration date. There's no date on it. So I was like, it's fine. I'm on a time crunch. This video needs to go up. So I just made it with the Bonito Flakes. And the afternoon that I had it for lunch, my stomach was like, oop, something is off. Like I didn't think too much about it. And like nothing crazy happened, but my stomach was just a little bit like, mm, like this is, you know, like maybe you ate something that you're not supposed to. The next morning, I go look at it because I put it in the fridge after and there's like a white film on top of it and I was just like no no and James like maybe it's the oils I was like yeah like I make this miso soup all the time I don't really use oils and like the things that I use don't really produce oils and then I just see like little specks of white and I'm like ah but it's okay you live and you learn I think this is a good uh another good example of life humbling us <laughs> And teaching us lessons. Throw away your old ingredients is the takeaway here. <laughs> yeah, but even if we've had these uh, slightly questionable <laughs> experiences with food, I'm glad that we've been able to make more time to like go to the park and hang out with Charlie and hang out with boyfriend and like see babies happy, see puppies happy. And also we're trying to cook even if it doesn't necessarily turn out the way we want to. I feel like, I don't know, I was reflecting as I was making the video of what I eat in a day. And I feel like since we've made our what types of entertainment we consume, I realize I haven't actually been consuming much because the free time that I do have, I'm choosing to spend it a little differently on, let's say, mm -hmm. I don't know, cooking is one of them, hanging out with friends or just trying to sleep a little earlier. So for you, do you feel like now that you're spending more time doing these more wholesome activities and baking, is that cutting into time? you normally would have been doing something else and like what would that be? I don't know if it's necessarily cutting into other time but I definitely think that it's making me be present and in the moment and enjoy the simple things because these things are like really small things you know going to Target, buying a bubble machine, baking a cupcake. It's not like a weekend planned I'm really enjoying it because I feel like during the week, I'm just constantly thinking about work. By the time the weekend comes along, I'm like, I want to be a kid no. and do something fun, like go to Target. No, no I love that because when I was home in LA for a hot second, my mom grows her own, like she sprouts her own food. She has this like little bin that you put the seeds in the bottom and there's like a plastic mesh that goes over it and you put, you can do like alfalfa sprouts, you can do bean sprouts, like the actual Asian bean sprouts, like she actually did that because she made like a, she grew a fresh batch and I think it only takes like a week for it to actually sprout. I was helping her clean this mesh. The sprout is like going through the mesh. There's a lot of 
particles of the sprout that stuck in the mesh. So I sat outside with a toothpick and I was just like poking out all of the like <laughs> forgotten sprouts that <laughs> were left in the mesh. And it was so much fun. I have video footage of me doing it. Like I had so Aww. much fun doing that. My mom was making fun of me and Fel was there and they're just laughing. But like, it's as you said, it's like these little simple pleasures in life that I don't know. I feel like because of the work we usually do is quite intense in a different way to be able to slow down and do something so mindless is just it's so nice. In a way, it's very liberating. Oh, Viv, look at you. Okay, <laughs> so we did receive an email from one of our beautiful listeners. We'll call her Jay. It was very touching. She sent us this email after listening to the episode we're talking about right now, which is the what we consume, like the type of entertainments we consume. And I'm just going to read this because there's a question at the end that I feel like I've never thought about life in this way. If you guys know me, Notion is a platform that I absolutely cannot live without. It has helped me organize my thoughts and has essentially become my second brain, a place to house all my many projects, notes, and the abundance of ideas swirling in my head. Since working with Ro on this podcast, I've grown to love using Notion as well. As bi-coastal BFFs and co-hosts, it's not always easy to sync up regularly, and this is where Notion works its magic. Notion has changed the way we both work and plan our lives, giving us more time to do more of what we love. Yes, I've tried my fair share of productivity apps, and not all work collaboration tools are created equal. Beyond just work and productivity, some of you may know my end-of-year reset and refresh templates that I made in Notion. This is more reflective and it's good for any time of year if you need to stop and regather yourself and your goals, especially now that we're halfway through the year. This is wild. If you guys want to check out the templates, we'll link it down below. Switching to Notion has definitely elevated our podcasting experience, making it so easy to locate our files and has given us time back to focus more on the creative parts of voice hugs. Take your first step toward a more organized life using Notion. You can learn more and get started for free today at Notion.so. Thank you, Notion, for sponsoring this episode. Hi, Vivian Rowe. Listened to your recent episode and I can say it was really refreshing to know your interests. What truly struck me the most was that you both value each other's views. You were just yourselves, honestly expressing your motivations from choosing your personal preferences and perspectives. It reminded me of an episode of a K-drama that I recently watched, My Liberation Notes. There was this episode when three employees of a certain company, who were the introverted type of individuals, made their own club because they didn't want to join other clubs for the reason that it requires too much energy and socialization from them. I can relate. They named it Liberation Club. They occasionally gathered and shared their sentiments about things they wanted to be liberated from. There was this role in that club not to say anything about what their co-member said and just let each other say what they want to without judgment. Watching that made me feel that I also wanted to join them. So I'm also curious. What are things you want to be liberated from? Hope to hear from you. Voice hugged, Jay. Voice hugged. I thought that email was super sweet. I like forwarded it to Rowena right away after I read it. The first part of it was saying how you can share differing opinions and preferences and just allow the other person to have them and not judge them for it. And I think nowadays it's like 
it feels so mm. hard to do that, you know, unless you're like with really close friends. And so for that to be a takeaway from an episode where we just talked about TVs and movies, it's really cool. And it was really sweet to read that. I've actually never really thought about what I would want to be liberated from. It reminds me of the question, if money was not an issue, what would your dream job be? That was probably the closest thing to something like that I would like think about. But what would I want to be liberated from? I think this is exactly like everything you've said so far. I think like the first part you're talking about, you know, it was so amazing that what she got out of this episode that both of us thought may have been a bit more like chill and like not as impactful. I think it's confirmation and like encouragement for us that there can be positive takeaways from anything that we talk about. And it doesn't always need to be this like super intense, even though we both like it, (laughs) you know, type of conversation or like it doesn't always need to be quote unquote as deep as like, you know, we may want things to be. So that's like the first part, right? And then the second part where you're like, you've never really thought of this question. I also haven't really thought of this question at all. I agree with you that the closest that I've maybe thought of would be, you know, like if money wasn't an issue, what would you do? Like if money wasn't an issue and you could not fail, what would you do? And then the third context that it reminded me of is actually my brother's life purpose. For those of you who have not heard, my brother wrote a life purpose number from 1 to 19. Number seven is to liberate society from its illusions and claims imposed by society itself. And like right when I read the email you sent me, I thought of this specific sentence exactly because, you know, of all the words that you can choose to choose liberate, it's like it's very deliberate. That to me just kind of connected back to this life purpose that I'll link down below for context. And if you guys want to watch the video on like what this means and like how much it means to me, it'll be down in the description. But yeah, I think there's so much to unpack here. I guess like when I think of the word liberating or like liberation, it's like a freeing feeling, right? It's like all the weight is just off your shoulders and you're free. So yeah, what was the first thing that came to your mind? I think from a personal perspective, the first thing that came to mind was I want to liberate myself from the opinions of others and like how much value I've put on that rather than just trusting myself. By trusting myself, it also means like who am I and like what do I care about? I care about spirituality. I care about being a good person. Allowing that side to kind of guide me rather than this, oh, but like what would others think and doing things for this other side that's more like externally validating. I also shared about this in the slow productivity video of like I I believe everyone has a divine side and a human side. Divine side is just kind of Like, it just knows the truth of the universe and knows the way and knows the Tao and, like, who you are. And I think at the core, we all know who we are, but sometimes we get distracted. Whichever side you pay more attention to and whichever side you feed, that side just grows bigger and bigger. So the more you feed into this, like, I want to impress people, I want to please people, I want them to like me, I want them to view me a certain way, then that's just how you're going to inevitably be living your life rather than, like, you know, The other side, which is to me a lot more, it's a lot more meaningful, you know, living a life that 
you're proud of and the definition of whether you're proud of it it's through this like higher moral principle or like through spirituality or whatever it is that you like really truly value and believe in I think that's like a very personal one but yeah I had the same thought so I think for me it was comparing myself to others I think it's rooted in insecurity right and I think part of what I'm feeling I guess now is a mix of insecurity and finding my own and making decisions for myself in a way like what I mean by it relates to what you're saying too is that when you don't really know yourself or you don't you're not like grounded in who you are, then you're easily influenced by the opinions of other people. And you see what other people are doing and you compare yourself. And so it's kind of like this cycle that I catch myself in often. And even thinking about what we were talking about in the beginning of this episode, like for me, making these decisions to go to Target, to bake cupcakes, to buy a bubble machine, even though they are small, these are things that I wouldn't have done for myself in the past. So an example that comes to mind is I think I have like a lot of self-limiting beliefs or just maybe belief systems from my past that influence how I make decisions, how I view myself and how I go about in the world today. And so one thing that I've noticed in the past five years is like this scarcity mindset. And it makes a lot of sense, especially for kids whose parents like immigrated from another country and came with nothing right and so I grew up with this scarcity mindset and it really impacted how I chose to live my life because how you go about doing things you typically have to spend money I think like for me I'm in a place now where I can afford certain things and I can splurge and treat myself and so an example that came up was when I went to Chicago usually when I go to a restaurant maybe like in my early 20s I would look for the cheapest thing on the menu and then I would buy I would like order that I went to this restaurant with my best friend and I was really craving fish like I really really wanted fish and I would never ever order fish I would just find like the pasta that's like the Mm. cheapest one on the menu And the fish was the most expensive one on the menu. And it said market price, which means that you like don't know know. what it's going to come out to be. Yeah, it could be like $50, right? It was like one of those moments where I was like, I'm going to order the fish because this is something that I would not do. And it's something that I want to do. And I know this decision sounds so like simple, but... It was freeing for me to make decisions for myself. And the more you practice doing these little things, it's like working a habit, right? The more you take those steps forward in the direction that feels right to you, the more you'll feel grounded in like who you are, what you value. So for you, it could be, I think because spirituality is already such a big thing in your life that you like truly value it's like your guiding star it's very easy for you to like redirect to that right and I think for me it's like I don't even necessarily know like what I like sometimes and so like figuring out what that is like what do you like to do for fun (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm like today I feel like going to the park and turning on a bubble machine and so I'm gonna do that today I really think it's in these simple moments that you realize so much about yourself and it's through choosing you in these simple moments compounded over time that we are able to truly grow into the people that we will eventually grow to be, you know? 
and we'll forever be growing there's always going to be things for us to work on but that was a very beautiful story thanks for sharing Viv because I feel like especially when it comes to childhood scarcity mindset to acknowledge it but then also to do something about it I mean this is just and with anything right like any of our quirks or any of our personality traits that we may have developed over time or things that we're carrying from our childhood to even be able to acknowledge it and then try to like be like it's okay I'm gonna get the fish because I can afford like I can actually afford it and like spending this isn't gonna set me back it's not gonna put me in debt Mm -hmm. it's wonderful and I'm happy for you thank you was there anything else that came up even if it's just like subtle or it wasn't as prominent as this not wanting to compare yourself as much Honestly, I'd like to just get out of my own head. (laughs) I'd like to be liberated from myself. I really would. I'm like, Vivian, stop talking to yourself, you know? Like, just stop. Like, it's kind of like what you said earlier. Like, Rowena, I'm (laughs) sick of you. And it's like, Vivian, I'm sick of you too sometimes. (laughs) But I think we all feel that way. And I know definitely for me, I've gotten a lot better at reeling myself back in and catching myself by saying like, that was not really nice. Like what you just said to yourself is not really nice. It's not productive and you're not going to feel better because you've done this mm-hmm. before. You've said this to yourself before and you're going to have a pity party of one. <laughs> it just took enough times for me to snap out of it and be like, you're having this moment right now. It's fine for you to self-loathe, but you got to get yeah. out of it because it's just a dangerous place to yeah. be. I think like because I've seen improvement in catching myself and getting myself out of that, it's not so much a worry as much Mm -hmm. anymore. It's more so now like how can I stay in a place mentally where it's going to continuously foster growth and improvement and like progression and just not necessarily even improving but just feeling at peace and Mm -hmm. feeling content and okay and present and maybe that's why I'm gravitating towards doing these very mundane simple things because I think the more I feel present and in the moment and enjoying the now the more like the happier I am. What you said about you're able to catch yourself and reel it back in a lot quicker these days. I also think it's unrealistic for you to always be kind to yourself. I actually don't think that's healthy. Like even yesterday when James was like, babe, you have to be more compassionate to yourself. I was like, no, I'm the only person who will call out my own shit. (laughs) Nobody else, nobody else is going to do it. So I got to do it. So I think it's like, you know, and to be fair, this happens nowadays, maybe like at most once a month, maybe once every two months Mm. where I'll get to this state where like I'm not having it and like I just don't want to be like this anymore. But I feel like if it's frequent, then like maybe it's not the healthiest, but like if it's more infrequent, it's a good place for you to check in with yourself, you know, to be like, but like, why are you mad, bro? (laughs) Like just clean your room if you if you're like tired of it being messy or like plan your schedule a little better sleep a little earlier so you can wake up earlier to do things before you go out and like hang out with friends over the weekend or something so I think these are all good opportunities and moments for us to check in on ourselves as you said the goal these days is to be to be more present oh you know what the main thing that because I was really thinking about this right we sent each other or you forwarded me this email 
sometime last week. So we've, we've both had some time to think about this. The main thing that I realized is I was like, okay, well, like, I want to be liberated from all of these things. But like, what is the true, like, what is at the core of all of this? And it's just attachments, right? Like attachments to people, attachments to things, attachments to this idea of ourselves, attachments to like wanting to be seen a certain way by people, be liked by people. And so what I truly want to be liberated from is just attachments. And I think as you grow up, you care less about these things because you've learned to let go. You know, maybe they don't serve you anymore or maybe you just realize like you don't need to continue living this this life pleasing people comparing yourself to people like why not just be yourself and the more that you are yourself the more that you're less attached to all of these other things they may have been tugging and pulling us when we we're younger i think like perspective changes too it reminds me of like if you had one more year to live like what would you do and it that would just completely shift your mindset your perspective on the time that you have left right and like your mental capacity because it's like well I don't want to be thinking about social media anymore like I want to be enjoying like bubbles yeah I want to I want to I want to eat fish today so I'm gonna go eat fish because I only have how much time left this is a good reminder I think just for myself too right now in life yeah you know what I just was reminded of um oh my god the word I'm gonna use like the initiation scene from Finding Nemo with the volcano and the fish tank and then the bubbles. Oh, you know, is there bubbles? <laughs> they yeah. do yell bubbles, right? Yeah, there's a fish <laughs> like freaks yeah. out. It's like, bubbles! Yes. Bubbles! Bubbles. That is me. <laughs> so earlier when you were sharing what you wanted to be liberated from, not caring what other people think, something that I was curious about, especially because you're in this field where like you're kind of a public figure you're on youtube you put yourself out there you can easily receive judgment criticism opinions thoughts from other people so how does that impact you i think i've been lucky in that honestly 99.99 percent of the comments online have been amazing or they're just all very supportive or it's like they're constructively giving feedback which i appreciate always but i think There is this people-pleasing side where the longer you're on a platform like YouTube, the more you kind of understand what's kosher to say and like what's not. I was actually just sharing this with a friend, like another creator friend recently, that it actually pains me to see some creators who literally like grew up on the internet And when you watch their videos, it feels as if they're literally giving a disclaimer every other sentence. You know, it's like, oh, like, you know, like today, you know, I'm taking some time off and like, oh my God, like, you know, I know it's such a privilege that I'm able to take time off. So like, da, da, da. And like, they'll say another sentence like, oh yeah, you know, and the life just by the way, like, da, da, da. And because I've also been on that side of creation, like when people give you negative comments or like more in between neutral and negative it makes you want to prevent them from happening in the future. So you change the way you talk or you'll give some sort of disclaimer for what you're about to say so that these comments don't happen or like you don't see them again or people won't have, you know, like the ability to write these comments because you gave like a little disclaimer or like a little caveat or like Mm -hmm. whatever. It wasn't until maybe two years ago, a year ago, quarantine, COVID, all of that pandemic where 
I started really thinking of like, okay, so I've known for a while being on this platform because I would talk to other friends about this, that there's a lot of self-censorship happening because, you know, some of these topics are slightly polarizing or like slightly controversial instead of like talking about it. You just don't. I've definitely self-censored a lot over the past few years or ever since I started on YouTube. And I think it wasn't until like last year or like two years ago where I was like, okay, but why? And like, if I'm not censoring myself, what would I say? And how would I say it? And I think it's taken two years for me to first mentally prepare and get in a place where it's like, my goal and my reason of being is not to be this perfect person on the internet that everyone likes. Because I think that's empty, right? You're just kind of a shell of this thing that you've created for yourself. So if I am to be true to myself and share the things that I genuinely find fascinating, and they're like, they're not even that crazy, right? It's like TikTok is worse than you thought, right? That's like this video that I've been playing around for the longest time that's going to touch on politics, that's going to touch on China, that's going to touch on, you know, social media, big tech, and like these things. It can potentially open the doors to new audience and also potential like backlash you know maybe not like entire like the backlash that you think of but like there could be negative comments now when I usually never get negative comments because I just show my beautiful apartment and talk about like fluffy topics you know and like I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think the person that I'm growing into like to stay true to that kind of going back to like you know first I need to mentally prepare for it I think I'm mentally there now my content's slowly shifting towards that direction like my 20 things I learned in my 20s video I think that was like a wrap-up of my 20s like that took so much out of me that's why I didn't post for like a month and a half after that video and then next is the slow productivity which is a wrap-up of Rowena as like a productivity person Mm -hmm. which carves out space for me to now explore these other topics that I'm like so excited to talk about and so I don't know if that answered your question but like it's been a journey and I'm just glad (laughs) I'm here and I'm being more open and honest with myself, which in turns allow me to be more open and honest with the things that I create. I think like now that YouTube has been around for quite some time, we've been able to see content creators, YouTubers change through the years. And personally, I've enjoyed watching some of the people I followed seven years ago make very different content that they're making now and there are some people who like you know they change and I didn't change with them so I just don't watch their stuff anymore but I've also found new content creators who I'm like oh like I align or like I really like the stuff that they're making right now because it I don't know I just like it right now during this time of my life and so in that same way like as you shift your content yes you might be opening the door to others yeah (laughs) others yeah no just like something different you know but there will also always there will also always be people who are in your court and like supporting you and growing with you too commentary row is coming out (laughs) excited (laughs) Ah, well this was a fun episode we caught up we answered the question (laughs) We uh, give a preview of Romina's content for the coming months. (laughs) We're also baking in our closets because it's like a hundred degrees in LA. I'm glistening. I look like a glazed donut, not in a good way. I'm red like a tomato. 
Very cute. Very cute. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this episode today. Um, if you guys have any comments, questions you'd like for us to answer in future episodes, you can always send an email to hello at voicehugspodcast.com or you can shoot us a DM at voicehugspodcast. Yay! And if you guys enjoyed this episode, it'd mean a lot to us if you can leave a review on whichever platform you're listening to this on, Spotify, Apple, anything. It'll mean a lot, a lot. And with that, voice hugs. Voice hugs. See you where the bubble is. Bye. Bye.